Thank you for tuning in to Morning Moments with Pastor Bruce Goddard from Faith Baptist Church. We pray that this is a blessing to you. So glad to have a few minutes with you today. Thank you for joining us. And what a great privilege it is to be a child of God. Today I'll be in Luke chapter 12. If you want to look at a couple of verses, and I realize some of you are driving and I'm busy, not able to look at a scripture, but I'll read some. But uh, today I just wanted to mention how good God's been to us, how faithful He is, how loving, how kind. And a reminder to all of us that we owe Him. We owe Him every breath. Uh, I know most of us didn't stop to think how great it is that we could breathe, that we have air. But anybody who's got an asthma problem probably thinks about that. And uh, we probably didn't think about the ability to balance ourselves, to walk, or to even to swallow. And yet there are people, once those incredible blessings are gone, we sure do think about it. And I hope you'll just take a moment in your heart and, and have some conscious gratitude to God for how good He's been to us. And uh, But um, today, just... Uh, uh, some of you that might know me, I, I putter a little bit in the garden and yard, and I've always liked a, a yard, and it's just, a, it's one, I don't know, it's one of those releases, I guess. Uh, if I had a hobby, it would probably be just working around the house. I like a nice yard. When our kids were little, I worked at having the yard be a place the kids would enjoy, and uh, at one point, I one house we lived, we had a great big front yard, and a whole section of it from the driveway to the far end of the property. I had grass, a big lawn, enough for a volleyball court, and and just made it very nice and plush. And the other side, I put a, uh, it was just dirt, and I put a couple of swings and some things over there. And I remember uh, one day seeing the, the kids, when they had all that beautiful grass they could sit on, uh, the kids were over in the dirt, scratching and digging in the dirt. <laughs> and I thought, you know, parents value different things than kids do. But... Um, we did. We had monkey bars and the swings and things. And, and then in the backyard at that house, we had a pool. It was all there when we got there, but it was very nice. And and beyond that, we had some fruit trees. And, and we ended up over the years having chickens and uh, for a little while goats. And and um, we found a family of baby ducks nearby and and um, had them for a while. And they, of course, they all get old and fly off. But but um, um, I did, I always have liked um yard things and so where we are now we've got fruit fruit and vegetables and some flowers and um, just thinking about those things this morning I want to read a verse or two in Luke chapter 12 and he talks about what we're afraid of and he said be not afraid of them which kill the body and after that have no more they can do but I will forewarn you whom ye shall fear fear him which after he hath killed hath power to cast into hell yea I say unto you fear him that's verse 4 and verse 5 in Luke 12 uh, there's something to fear. There ought to be a fear of God. We ought to understand that that it is only by the mercy of God that we get saved. It's the blood of Christ, the sacrificial death, burial, and resurrection of Christ that that uh, pays our debt that we might enter heaven. It's not our good works. Uh, Titus 3.5 and Ephesians 2.8.9 says, Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy he saved us. And, and uh, for by grace are you saved through faith, not of yourselves. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Nothing I can do could get me saved or even help get me saved. When Jesus saved me, he didn't need any help. He did all the saving himself. 
and don't don't insult Christ's perfect life and sinless sacrificial death by saying that you're going to add to it by your church attendance or baptism or the fact that you you uh, don't get drunk but once a month now there's a there's a God in heaven who loves you and offered his son uh, to die for you and what a privilege but uh, we ought to fear God we ought to, ought to understand that that uh, without Christ we will go to hell there is no hope and that's something people ought to fear but we should, should certainly shouldn't fear mankind but he goes on and that's not where we're headed but we're, he goes on in verse 6 of Luke 12 are not uh, five sparrows sold for two farthings and not one of them is forgotten before God but even the very hairs of your head are all numbered fear not therefore ye are of more value than many sparrows and and the Lord he just makes it clear um, he knows what, when a little little sparrow falls and they're they're not even a they're not a game bird you don't eat them there's nothing you can do with them um, but God knows and God knows the hairs of your head and he understands and he, and he has he's aware um, and, and so he says in the middle of verse 7 fear not therefore ye are of more value than many sparrows he cares for you and we can trust him we can rest him well a little bit later he talks a little while and he goes goes back to this subject over in verse 27 actually i'll go up uh, uh, to verse 24 consider the ravens consider and he says that word twice here consider the raven just this this old bird for they neither sow nor reap which neither have storehouse nor born and god feedeth them how much more are you better than the fowls do you understand you're better than an animal now this is the against evolution and this is against the environmentalist this is the truth you matter more than a dog or a bird or a sea otter or a fairy shrimp or a octopus god puts a very high value on mankind we're created in his image and he loves us with an everlasting love yes you are more important and no i would not uh, sacrifice my life in hopes of saving a, a turtle um and that's not going to do that turtles aren't eternal people are and so as we um anyway that's not the subject this uh, this morning here but but um it's just a bird it's, it's just a bird but you you're eternal people that's why you got to love your neighbor they're eternal they're loved by god <clears throat> not only loved by god <clears throat> but redeemed by the son of god or at least the redemption was offered and uh, we need to grab the the reality that that person <clears throat> that um, that uh, you harbor some bitterness toward that person that I I get uh, angry at oh God loves them with an everlasting love and so he says consider consider those ravens look he says those ravens they don't have a barn and uh, and they don't have a credit card and God takes care of them and then they ask the question, verse 25, which of you by taking thought can add one cubit, add to his stature one cubit? And if you be not able to do that thing which is least, why take you thought for the rest, for clothing and food? And then he goes to the flowers. He says, consider again. He says in verse 24, consider. Verse 27, consider. Consider the lilies, how they grow. They toil not, they spin not. Yet I say unto you that Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these, if God then, if then God so clothe the grass which is today in the field and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more will He clothe you, O ye of little faith? Oh, the the uh, assurance 
He cares for you. He cares for you. And I know there's some folks that I love dearly who are carrying some burdens and uh, some hurts. And and um, I'm sure there's some burdens I don't know about, but the ones I do know about are big. And there's some people I could just cry for them and, and I pray for them and, and uh, <clears throat> try to communicate my love and, and concern. And I, I wish... I wish I knew. I wish I knew what to do to help them, but, but they're in God's hands. And at this point, I see no, um, I, I see nothing human that uh, I or anyone else could do except love them and pray for them and and ask mercy. Because there are days God brings in His sovereign will, in His providential plans, He brings some trials and. And, uh, but you know what? Romans 12 says, weep with them that weep. We can at least care. But the, the, this morning, I just want to take this one little thought. <clears throat> consider. Consider those birds. Consider the, the flowers and remind yourself that God cares. And if God uh, could so beautifully care for the flowers, he'll care for you. And if God so wonderfully feeds the birds, in our area, we've got these big old blackbirds. I don't know if they're ravens or crows or what they are, but I know they're noisy, and sometimes they come in hundreds. And uh, you think if you had a cornfield, it'd be reason to go out there and do something to get rid of them. <clears throat> but around here, they're just noisy and a little bit of a pest. But oh, uh, you consider the birds, hummingbirds and sparrows and hawks and whatever they are, and you are worth so much more than a sparrow. And you're worth so much more than a flower. And it might be that in the trials of life, you feel like uh, perhaps God doesn't care, but uh, God wants you to know he cares. And he understands. He knows the burdens you're carrying. He knows the loneliness you feel. He knows the need in your life that you're concerned about. And um, and, he, and and it's me too. He, know, he knows what I need, and, and he's good. Uh, out in my yard, if you were to walk out right now, there are four, um, one right after another, four shrubs, rows of Sharon shrubs. Now, they're big. The, the two are mature and two are about half-grown. And uh, the half-grown ones are, oh, I guess six, eight feet tall, and the others 12 or 14 feet tall. And they're just covered with beautiful purple crepe paper-type flowers about, though I guess, two or three inches across. Just, just covered with flowers. And you look at that and realize God made these flowers. He's very capable of making flowers and making things beautiful. And uh, and he knows what we need. He knows what other people need. He can take care of it. And if he can take care of those flowers, he can take care of you. And um, But around um, around my garden and backyard, there's tomato plants. Oh, I guess six, eight, uh, maybe ten tomato plants and all three or four different kinds of tomatoes and and, and you know those tomatoes don't try to grow. The plant just sits there and does what it's supposed to do. It it's a tomato. That those rows of Sharon bushes, they don't. They're not trying to bloom beautiful flowers. They just do what shrubs do. They suck up the nutrients from the soil. And by nature, the very work of God, they have beautiful flowers. And uh, then there's apricots and peaches and plums and nectarines and and. Um, a lime tree and orange tree and, and you know those trees God makes them blossom and God makes those those fruits grow and and then then the vegetables uh, there's uh, uh, 
couple, two or three different kinds of squash and a couple of different kinds of cucumbers and and um, watermelons and and, uh, and all all these plants. Um, you know, God knows exactly what those things are. It's in their DNA. I don't know if plants have DNA, but you know what I'm talking about. It's in their very nature. And uh, those zucchini plants, they just grow zucchini. And those uh, those tomatoes, they just grow tomatoes. Now look, you and I can trust the one who can take that little tiny seed, I mean a little seed, and stick it in the ground. We, we put it in the ground and water it. And somehow I've got Five, almost five foot tall tomato plants covered with tomatoes. How'd that happen? Well, it happened because of God. And God can take care of making things work. And God will take care of you. Now, you can trust him today. Consider. Consider the ravens, Jesus said. And consider the lilies, Jesus said. Just when you begin to worry, look around and think and remember your Father cares for you. Hey, hope you have a great day. Thanks for spending a few minutes together.